Well, it's September 6th, and I just had this on my mind because I've been studying this particular um, passage of scripture for the last couple of days, and I want to share it with you. It's found in Revelations chapter 22, and I want to have emphasis on the 11th verse, but I'm going to read the full little chapter because it's pretty short actually I'm not going to be able to read the full chapter but I'll read leading up to verse 11 and then I'll try to make it short because I don't want these podcasts to be too long of the interpretation of the scripture so here we are Revelations chapter 22 starting with verse 1 through 12 and he showed me a pure river of water of life clear as crystal proceeding out of the throne of God and the land and of the lamb in the midst of the street of of it and on either side of the river was there the tree of life which bare twelve manner of fruits and yielded her fruit every month and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations and there shall be no more curse but the throne of God and the lamb shall be in it and his servants shall serve him and they shall see his face and his name shall be in their foreheads and there should be no night there, and they need no candle, neither light of the, of the sun. For the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. And he said unto me, These sayings are faithful and true. And the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show unto his servants the things which must surely be done. Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of this prophecy of this book. And I, John, saw these things and heard them. And when I had heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel, which showed me these things. Then saith he unto me, See thou do it not, for I am your fellow servant and your brethren of the prophets, and of them which keep the sayings of this book, so worship God. And he saith unto me, Seal not the the sayings of this prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. Verse 11 where my emphasis is at today. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And he who is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. Verse 12, and behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me to give every man according to his work shall be. So I just thought that was very interesting. Um... Like I said, I've been I've been studying this for the last couple of days, and I'm very familiar with this passage because it came up in a conversation that I was having with my son. I was talking to him about another part of scripture in the Old Testament, and uh, I was letting him know that the penalty for certain sins was immediate uh, execution, and one of those was uh, blaspheming the Lord, uh, you know, using His name in a vain way, uh, not upholding his name correctly um in the old testament you know even disobedient children were stoned uh, they didn't tolerate a uh, rebellion in the camp in any form because if certain people you know it's just like human nature people see one person getting away with things that they shouldn't be getting away with in the and the elders don't deal with it it starts from giving a appearance that that evil is tolerated or that you know, it's, it's okay. So they have to deal with sin, uh, certain sins in immediate and full, um, way of, of lowering the, 
lowering the option for that people to think that it's an option. I guess I'll put it that way. If you don't tolerate it uh, continually, uh, then the chances of it continuing to happen is very low. So this is where we come with this passage that John just received a vision of the end uh, after the world is renewed and how we will be in another uh, we will be returned back to our original um, place with the Lord and we will commune with him and we will be able to uh, enjoy our our Lord um, fully as much as we possibly can like how we can't do that right now on this earth we cannot really fully understand everything that we're supposed to know or even fully commune with the Lord like Adam and Eve once did. But in this vision, John is seeing clearly there's a different intimacy that's available. And he's also seeing the tree of life. He's seeing uh, the water, you know, the difference in the in the surroundings of, of nature, how nature is, is different compared to what it's like on this earth. And so he's so, he's so like, it's majestic, it's so majestic and it's so lovely and it's so overwhelmingly profound that he, he worships the angel that showed him this, uh, because it's captivating. And then the angel corrects him and says, you know, I'm able to show this to you, but I'm no higher than you. I'm also a fellow servant. I too, I also serve the most high God and we're only supposed to be worshiping God himself. And so John is corrected on that, but you can imagine just how magnificent and how overtaking, breathtaking this experience was for him to see the future and for him to see this, this, this scene, you know, it, it's totally majestic. And so, um, after he's corrected for worshiping this, this angel type figure, or if it was, you know, clearly an angel, some, some messenger from the Lord, then the focus changed completely onto um, the directions that he's given about the prophecies that he's just witnessed with, through this vision, and that he he must, you know, seal up this this mystery, and he and it will be revealed, and it's supposed to be revealed to the to the humanity. And then it's very interesting how he says in verse eleven, "He that is unjust, let him be unjust still." And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. And you have to you have to think about the profoundness of that statement. Um, like basically, whatever state the person is in, let them continue in that. Don't try to force disbelief on anybody. Don't try to force people to believe in this prophecy basically um to minister to your generation and then these words will go forth in the earth but just because this prophecy goes forth know that some people will still be unjust some people will still not keep the writings they won't hold this dear they won't keep this heart this prophecy uh in their heart uh some people will disregard the lord in spite of all this evidence that he truly exists and that he's truly coming back and that these prophecies will definitely come to pass, this people that are continuing in their in their bad works and their filthy deeds, 
The next statement in verse 12 says, And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me. I give unto every man according to his work shall be. Now, this is actually the words of Jesus saying this, the, the verse 12, that he's going to come quickly and he's going to give the rewards to people according to who they are. It doesn't say that, oh, yeah, if they, if they refuse the prophecies of this book and they, you know, continue in rebellion when the Lord comes back, you know, eventually they're all going to be in heaven and he's going to forgive all their rebellion and it's going to be okay. This is exactly the opposite. He said everyone's going to get according to what? His work. So he's basically saying already before, you know, this centuries even began, because this was written, the Bible was written so long ago. It's amazing how accurate it is. It's, it's, it's amazing how he already covered all the major questions that humanity would ever have. And that's why does evil continue? Um, why do people seem to like being unjust to each other? Why do some people just continue to, no matter how much good and how much revelation is provided um, in the word and in, you know, just in their own circumstances or family members saying they, you know, had a, cha a transformed life. This person clearly witnesses this and they still remain in their, in their ways. They don't try to change. They don't try to come to the knowledge of the truth. Well, the Lord says, just let them stay. Just, just let them be. Let them, let them keep going in that direction because you, if you're righteous, you continue being who you are because it's not, it's not your, your business really in the end to fully try to convert and force, definitely not force, uh, Jesus on anybody, but when, but you can hold dear in your heart that he is coming quickly and that when he comes, he will reward the righteous and there is a ultimate eternal reward for the righteous and so as you are continuing in your righteousness imagine how noah felt you know he was surrounded by nothing but evil constantly imagine how lot felt when he was surrounded by the sodom and gomorrah people and he was it basically said every day he was vexed because he he couldn't believe how ridiculous humanity was and that's how ridiculous they had gotten was to every single day he was actually annoyed with the sin that he was witnessing. And so imagine how, at least in our society, there are truly other righteous people. We are a minority, but we do at least have each other. There have been situations in this earth when people didn't have anybody else. It was truly them and the Lord. And Abraham even had to be called away from his people into a, a basically a desert place because there was nobody else to take except for his wife and his, uh, his, I guess that was his nephew lot. And so imagine how big his family was and the only people he could take when he left was basically two people and maybe a couple of, a couple of servants that that's, that's really a, a mind bottling tragedy, you know, but if you think about this has already been settled this situation of evil versus good or, you know, righteous versus unjust lifestyles, unjust rules, unjust government, unjust politics, all these things have already been settled. So we're not supposed to spend our whole lives fighting, fighting this so-called system. 
because it's going to continue this way. It, it's a it's a fight that you will be wasting your time fighting in that regard. Because he said, let the person that's unjust let them just let them be unjust still. Don't don't fight against the grain with that person. Don't fight against the grain of the filthy people. Don't don't waste your time as a righteous person trying to deal with them. Because the Lord, he said he's going to deal with them. So once and for all, he's going to deal with them. So your time is best used on becoming stronger in your faith, stronger in who you are in Christ. I just wanted to touch on these things, and um, I hope this was encouragement to you. And be a better human today. You are here 